You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Father John Rutten. And you're listening to Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting this morning from St. John Paul II Parish in Harrisburg, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us this fine morning. It's been a quick show already. Yes, it has. Second hour, and it's a short hour because we're going to be heading on over to Know Your Faith competition at St. Mary's Central High School in Bismarck. So we're going to do a live feed of that. You can also... Check it out on Facebook or online. You'll want to tune in. We don't know what the theme is yet this year, but it's a big deal. Mm. It's exciting. But before we get there, we are going to sit down and talk with one of your employees, Father John, Emily O'Connor. Yes. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. You bet. Good morning. Welcome, Thanks Emily. for having me. So you have been at the parish for how long? We joined the parish. It's been a little bit over a year this fall. Okay. So not too long, but the whole parish hasn't been here too long. No, so. the whole parish hasn't <laughs> been here long at all. I suppose Father John might feel differently about that. but <laughs> <laughs> So we're starting a new parish, or I shouldn't say we, you're starting a new parish here in Harrisburg, South Dakota. Father John, what does it look like Where so that the listening audience knows where the parish is at in its birthing process? Uh, Location-wise, mean or like where we're at? like where oh, yeah. you're at. You're yeah. We are. Chapel is. We are in a strip mall with a chapel and an office with a pretty full staff. We've got uh, um, all the pieces of the puzzle coming together there. We've been here for two and a half years doing that process. We're in a land phase where we've got a piece of land. We are like the Israelites. We're on a journey, <laughs> wanting wanting a different piece of land. Yeah, yeah. We're looking at another piece, so we're selling the one. And it's just kind of God has us in a beautiful place where uh, the land and the buildings and all those things are sort of growing desires of ours, but we're mm-hmm. letting him bring them about as he desires. And so we're kind of in a community phase where we have some different dynamics of sharing life together and growing in faith and becoming a um, uh, really a communion of people. Well, and within our diocese, you know, some parishes have closed, some parishes have merged. Mm-hmm. Why is the bishop decided to start a parish here in Harrisburg? Um, the truth of the matter is because this is where the people are. Yeah. You know, uh, most, a lot of our families uh, are the children that have moved from those other parishes in some mm-hmm. respects, you know, Absolutely. a lot of towns, it's hard when your children don't come back home, but when they don't come back home, they've gone somewhere and we want to be here. We are here. We want the church to be here where those young families have moved, mm-hmm. even though they haven't moved back to the farms or haven't moved back to their smaller towns. Uh, we want the church to be a life of faith for them. We want their kids to be able to be raised uh, in their religious education. Well, and I think it's a beautiful sign that, you know, people talk about how the church isn't bending, doesn't waver, doesn't do whatever, but it does follow the people. Yeah, I mean, in the I end, mean, it's here for, yeah, you, the church is the presence of the people, yeah. and uh, you, you, you can't corral people, <laughs> you know, you have to sort of be a presence where they are. And it's, yeah, this is where they are. So Southern Sioux Falls is really a bedroom community. Harrisburg is in many ways Mm -hmm. a community that is connected to the city of Sioux Falls. And there's never been a Catholic parish here. And so... Well, I kind of wanted to set the stage because, Emily, you're from, you live in Harrisburg. Yes. So what did it mean for you to have a parish come into the community? 
Well, I think I haven't always lived here in Harrisburg, so I think what it means to me is probably different than the people that have always lived in Harrisburg. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I guess it was just really a simple, maybe almost like a convenience, that they would offer religious education and have a parish, and my kids could go to school with the same kids they went to church with. Oh, yeah. So that means a lot to me, I guess, as far as establishing an environment for them to grow up in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never thought about that because if you're coming from Harrisburg, you could go to T, you could go to, you know, pick five different parishes. And so you're nine, nine. We come from nine parishes. Most places when a Catholic church, they break off of one parish. Right. Like 350 families broke off of St. Michael with a priest they had known for 10 years. And they went and they started St. Gavin Drexel. Right. I knew nobody, almost nobody, a few families. And they come from nine parishes and we come out here on July 5th, 2017 and say, what's the spirit doing? And so we don't even hardly know each other. That's crazy. Yeah. And, wow. and, and they know beautiful. each other through school, you know, either they mm-hmm. went to school together or something, but yeah, we're it's like, it's actually quite exciting. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you see, you know, people are really taking a huge risk and it's new and they're coming without, we can't just get the thing we want. So you know, yeah. and I think that's been what's so Im- amazing about you, Emily. Is it's like this happens. Emily just appears. It's yeah. like, oh my gosh, who's Emily O'Connor? <laughs> and this happens all the time. And so we're like, oh, who are you? And then she speaks, and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. the Lord's really working in your life. So, how has this new parish changed your life? Well, I think it's changed my life for really obvious reasons, and that. A little over a year after I joined, our family joined the parish, I now work here. Yeah. So that's a pretty obvious example of the way it's changed my life. But I think probably the most impactful is just personally, since I started coming to church here, I think I've been more pointing our toes and keeping us on a path that he wants us to be on. It's not always like these really big giant steps that are obvious where you're headed. There were a lot of little steps that I took to get to the point where I'm now employed at the parish. And I think that's impacted me the most. It's made me more aware of the little ways that God's present in my life every day. A lot of it I think I probably overlooked before coming here. And even coming here was just another kind of, I thought, little no-brainer move. Mm-hmm. Family decision to yeah, come convenient here. Decision. Convenient Yep. Go to religious set on Sundays instead of Wednesdays. Convenient decision. But I had no idea at the time that there was some guiding going on. Well, and I love that example that you're using, that imagery of pointing our toes, you know, because that's, you know, it's such a small thing, you know, it can be such a small shift and not everybody has these huge moments. And I love that you're describing this for us because you just, it it reminds us every day, okay, where are your toes pointed? Mm. And I love that imagery. I love that imagery. So how has it changed your life at home? Well, I think especially most noticeably probably between my husband and I, faith is just a little bit more of a topic of discussion. It was always obviously a part of our life, Mm -hmm. but maybe it had become a little bit of going through the motions and the routines Mm -hmm. and just you go to church on Sunday and you go to religious ed and coming here has probably developed a faith conversation between the two of us through maybe making the decision that we thought was a no-brainer to come here. That Mm -hmm. opened up some dialogue, but then also going to Father's Formation after Mass while our kids are at Religious Ed gave us talking points that we talk about almost immediately getting home or throughout the week, different things will pop up. So I think it's really 
loosened up kind of the the dialogue I guess between my husband and I about faith as far as my kids I think it's been a really good example for them that maybe they don't it's not really sunk in or doesn't really seem important I mean they're 17 15 and 12 and sometimes it's kind of blows over their head but I think in looking back it will have formed them in ways that maybe I didn't anticipate that it would just like hey mom and dad felt it was right this is where God wanted them to be and they listened that well, transpired by, into a job and yeah by you and your husband having these conversations now that is an example to the children you mm-hmm. know because that's you're showing them you're sparking that conversation and so who knows what it's going to spark in them right so what it, what is it about this parish because you've been catholic and you've been going to a catholic church so what is it about this parish that makes this change in your life this shift in your life this awareness well, I think probably just the very nature of the parish itself. And, and like we'd said, this isn't a place that I'm joining a church that has been here for years and everyone, or not everyone, but a large percentage of the parishioners maybe grew up in the church and were married and baptized all their kids here. Mm-hmm. Everyone here, I realize now, had their toes pointed. They were led here, and it's really cool to be a part of that and realize that everybody that's trying to nourish this little seed was completely transplanted we came from all over and we're here for reasons maybe similar to mine or maybe just that longing of I want to perish in my own community that some of the older people have had for a long time and I think that's probably fueled a lot of it is just recognizing that all of these individual people are starting something with God's help here it's really small but eventually it's going to be people that will say i was married in that church my kids were baptized in that church but we're just at the infancy stages and that's pretty cool that's pretty exciting and just talking to the two of you it just gets me excited for the parish and it makes me want to come over here (laughs) (laughs) but i think this is the i think this is the factor is is this is christianity i see something that makes me curious jealous even uh, I want that. I want, I want that. that spark. And and this is the church. This is the presence of Christ. And all, you know, we we will be. We can become the same thing. It isn't that other parishes don't have the same thing. It's yeah. that oftentimes we get stuck in our circles, or we get turned mm-hmm. inward, or we get in a routine, or we go past that curiosity stage. Well, like the last caller on the show, you know, yeah. we forget something more elementary. And we keep proposing, you know, groups and this, and we forget, like, people are looking for friendship. So what would it look like to propose friend? You know, anyway, I I think there's just something that uh, we're blessed and we have to be aware of what it is that's happening or we won't know how to duplicate it. Mm. We won't know how to live in a way in which our lives can become generative. Yeah. And in the end, in 20 years, we'll just be the same place that people say, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. You know, and then, oh, there's a new one. Okay. Because uh, well, it's, it's not about having to go to the new one, you know. Yes, it's about right. a way you look at something and what's yes. open in you now, if you begin to understand it, can help you live at Christ the King That's exactly in right. a new way. That's what I just thought. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to take this over to Christ the King. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what it is? Curiosity about what's in front of you. Period. We don't pray. And then you just, Lord, help me be curious. And then someone shows up and instead of just walking by them, who are you? How did you end up at Christ the King? What's happened to you? Yeah. I started asking questions about the sacraments of people. And people have had profound experiences with the sacraments. But if only I think I'm here to teach you all, 
then I don't hear your witness of what mm-hmm. Christ has done in you. And that's what makes me alive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Emily, for joining us this yeah. morning. It's inspiring and exciting. Gives us something to take home. <laughs> I love it. Thank, thank you. you. Okay, folks, it is time for another break. And in less than 15 minutes, we'll bring you to the start of this year's Know Your Faith contest. Father uh, Craig Holcalter and Father Justin Waltz will give us a preview. And I think both brothers are there at the atmosphere that is at St. Mary's Central High School in Bismarck, and we're broadcasting live from St. John Paul II Parish in Harrisburg. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Father John Rutten. And we'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 